Right, welcome back to another episode of Matt Chats, and it is an extremely big episode. A man that we've had on before, uh, I'll welcome him first, Jacob Lansmere. Welcome back. How are you? I'm very well, Matt. It's nice to be back on Matt Chats. I, I hear that I'm back by popular demand, which which <laughs> I, is terrific. Oh, I loved I loved the previous episode. It was, just, it was yourself, uh, myself, and Steve Kemp. Yes. And I know Kemp will be listening to this episode because he's a big yep. fan of Sports Drive with the two J's. But uh, lovely to be back and yeah, back in studios that are rather familiar to all of us. Now you're a big fan of Matt Chats, so who's been on since you were on? Oh, I know Ryan Campbell was on, and I know that that. I mean, it wasn't. So I got told. So uh, Jane, without introducing him, oh here we go. I was on allegedly the start of the second season of Matt Chats. So I was oh, the first. Start with a bang. I was the first guest. I'm like, oh, terrific. Anyway, Ryan Campbell comes on. There. I'm going, oh, geez, I've set the bar. You know, I've come on, and then Ryan Campbell. A former Australian cricketers come on, and then Matt just put the shine hiatus. He's like, oh, they were just bonus episodes, and then he had another start to season two. <laughs> look, look, this is oh. look, what happened was that you and Ryan were so big, yeah. I just made them limited edition <laughs> standout episodes. Yeah, okay, they were standalone right. episodes. Strategic with his podcasting, exactly. I like it. This guy yeah. knows what he's doing. <laughs> well, at least yeah. someone in this room does. That's mm, terrific. Yeah, about time. Uh, now the other guests we have on uh, the second half of uh, probably when Sport FM was at its peak. Oh, uh, absolutely. Jared Morell, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, Matt. Thanks for having me, mate. Um, I must admit, when I first received your text message, I sent JL a message shortly after mm. and said, geez, JL, I didn't realise uh, we were this mate. famous. <laughs> I say that completely tongue-in-cheek. So uh, somewhat surprised by this invitation, Matt, but also uh, a pleasure to be here, mate, and uh, looking forward to having a yarn. Oh, very exciting times. Now, obviously, we'll talk about uh, Sports Drive very soon, but there's always other things we can talk about because yes. you two are obviously yes, into sport. Uh, I know you, you're big West Coast fans, yes. obviously. Coast to Coast, another great Sport FM <laughs> institution from a golden era. I do, do have you work on the station or? Me? No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, I know West Coast aren't having the greatest oh, of years. Collingwood fans um, just just slipping. Oh, no. You beat okay. us, so I can't say it is true. True, true. Be a good the pies going to well too. The pies are going well. We're probably going to win the flag. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're going that well. Oh, oh, it's, no, it's just calm down. Uh, now, what what do you, have you seen the year? I know it's not been good. Have you seen some positives? Uh, have you seen anything that you can? put on to maybe fix uh, the positive man is that there's six weeks left in the season <laughs> at the moment uh, Brady Hoff looks okay oh, no, yeah. Brady Hoff Rhett Bazo similar physique to JL it yeah. must be said yeah, yeah that's and he's got he your, needs some time in the gym he does and he's got your he's what? got your baby face too he looks about 12 <laughs> yeah, so and he's a good got, looking fella oh gee well okay <laughs> let's not stretch the truth too much uh, but Brady Hoff and Rhett Bazo look okay uh, apart from that Matt it's been a very tough year the win over Collingwood was good and I was there the night they beat Essendon Oh, yeah. I remember very little of what happened after that, but it was a terrific game, and um, <laughs> it's been a good. Well, it, it's been a it's been a levelling year. It's been a levelling year because as West Coast fans, we've been spoiled, right? We've we've supported West Coast for twenty years and seen nothing really but success. Bar one bad year where they won a wooden spoon, they bounce back the next year. You sort of forget that because you just you, you know loss, another loss, big loss, and it's really frustrating. But for all the success that we've had along the way as as Eagles fans, we've been pretty lucky, JM. I would have thought. Yeah, I think that's a fair call. You probably almost get somewhat entitled as a, a football supporter of a team like the West Coast Eagles when they've had uh, so much success over a number of years and you you, you see other teams uh, like the Melbournes of the world that have been, you know, down North in the Melbourne. dump for years 
and uh, they finally get a taste at success and then it's just uh, the best thing since sliced bread. But yeah, it has been a very tough season for the Eagles. Unfortunately, I think the tough times are going to continue for a fair few years now. Um, I know the word rebuild gets thrown up a lot and um, I'm not sure yet, Jay, or maybe you can confirm or deny on Matt. Um, whether Adam Simpson has actually used that word and explicitly said that we're in rebuild phase as of yet. But my belief is that they are moving into a rebuild phase and they will be for the next three, four, five years even before they're uh, again competing in finals or in that premiership window or near that premiership window. Um, Because you look at their list and a lot of their best players now, they're old. Yeah. You look at the Josh Kennedys, the Luke Shueys uh, of the world. Um, who am I? Who else am I forgetting? Um, uh, Nat Nui, even McGovern. These guys aren't they aren't young anymore. They've only got a few years left in their career. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a, a tough few years for the Eagles. I think there is some good young talent there, uh, but still very young, still very raw. And um, you just hope that those players are going to grow into being quality footballers for the club for a long period of time. One name that Jacob didn't mention that I've liked the look of. Um, he had a rough week against uh, Mr. Kerno uh, yeah. on the weekend. But Harry Edwards, I think, is going to be a quality oh, yeah. key defender for yeah. many years. Um, and you've got to expect early days as a key defender. You're going to get a f- fair few snags kicked on you. That's just part of the trade. So I think he's a, a good young player that I'm looking forward to seeing the growth in his career. So, yeah, not many positive is there, <laughs> really, what, Matt. What, one thing I'd just say, I don't think it'll be a four or five-year rebuild because West Coast don't do that. I think I think two, two, two three years max. Okay. I mean, 08 to 2010 was probably the worst era in Eagles history, and that was three years. And they went, I think they went eight wins, seven wins, and then four. They, they won't... They won't accept that. There'll be there'll be changes. There'll be big name recruits chased. They just don't do the full length rebuild that say Fremantle's undertaken, which has really worked. I mean, Fremantle give them credit. They're doing very well. They're in the top four, and they look a, a genuine contender. But that's taken five six years. I don't think West Coast have the patience to take on that long term rebuild for me. So, I give it two to three years. Simpson might be moved on as part of that, and wow. then they'll they'll potentially chase a, a big name coach who can bring some big names in, and they can contend again pretty quickly. Club's got a hundred thousand members. And you know another twenty thousand probably on a waiting list. Uh, they just won't accept mediocrity for any length of time, and nor should they. Um, I guess that's where the frustration comes this year that it has been mediocre, and worse, it's been deplorable. So oh, I don't think West Coast will enter a long-term rebuild, but I think it'll take a year or two. Sorry, Matt, this has turned into the West Coast Eagles supporter <laughs> that, that's show, okay. hasn't it? <laughs> that's okay. Coast I, I coast asked the back. question. Uh, now North Melbourne, obviously, they've lost their coach. Adam Simpson's been linked there. Do you reckon, do you reckon he's going? I wouldn't have thought so. No. Uh, why would you coach North Melbourne where mm. West Coast are probably going just a little bit better than them yeah. uh, at the moment? I don't think that would be a, a good trade-off for Adam Simpson at the moment. And the reality is North Melbourne are probably going to be chasing someone like Alistair Clarkson. He'd be number one on the list for sure. Whether or not they can actually lure him to the club remains to be seen. Does Alistair Clarkson think there's enough to work with there for him? Uh, I'm not so sure, but yeah, geez, North Melbourne have got a bit of work ahead of them, don't they? Oh, yeah, I can't. I'm, <clears throat> I'm with JMI. I can't see it happening. Why would you upend your life here in Perth? Beautiful, sunny Perth. He's got a house in City Beach, which he built himself, which is worth a couple <laughs> of million. Why would you pack up and go back to cold Victoria and coach the worst club in the modern era? <laughs> 
for it doesn't matter about money yeah, it's well paid too at the appealing Eagles. does it when you no, play like that no I just I, everyone goes oh, it's a former North Melbourne champion there's a great romance there but if I'm Adam Simpson I'm, I'm saying mm. thanks but no you thanks. do like <laughs> romance though JL there's uh, Adam Simpson that's we've started <laughs> oh, sorry I don't want to bring your love life uh, podcast, it'll be a very sorry. short conversation <laughs> it will be a very short podcast yeah. if we do that uh, who who would you say is the bigger West Coast fan fan out of you two? Oh, interesting question, J.O. I think in terms of uh, uncontrolled passion, let's say, uh, when the game's oh. on the line, uh, and by uncontrolled passion I mean rage experience when his football team is not going so well, J.L. is uh, unbeatable, unsurpassable. Yeah. Oh, I tend to agree. Um, yeah, I think J.L.'s probably just got me on that front. I do love the West Coast Eagles, but uh, them... Winning or losing a game of football on the weekend isn't going to determine how my week is, where I think for JL, that's probably not the case. Oh, yeah. He's going to be pretty miserable for the week if the Eagles get smashed. Oh. I'm in JL's camp. It determines your whole week. It does. It, <laughs> it does. Determines you guys how flat. Get life. I mean, I like sport, but <laughs> seriously, boys, <laughs> find some other interests. How flat was I on Monday after the Eagles' performance? I came in steaming. I had steam coming out of my ears. What, what I would say is that... Stay away from the man. No, well, yeah, that's where I was going, is that JM was added to the long list of people who refuse to watch football with me. There's actually very few people who will watch a West Coast game with me. I generally have to watch the game on my own. Doesn't have many mates. Well, no, that's, <laughs> that's also true, but... <laughs> When West Coast are playing, I literally have zero mates because they understand that I'm not a good person to be around. I shouldn't be allowed to tweet, so I shouldn't. I should be yeah, banned from tweeting when West away. Coast play because I look back a couple of hours. I go, Jacob, you're an idiot. Take you're those lemon squashes away from him. Doesn't need any more of them no, during that, a game. That's, that's also true. But a couple of stories I'll quickly tell because Matt, no been been a podcast. You're all about telling stories. So yeah. there's a couple of stories about watching the footy with Jam. One one time we we did a game at Bassendine Oval, a waffle, and we went to the Guildford Hotel, which is just around the corner. West Coast got beaten oh. by Melbourne with oh, one of yes. the last kicks of the game. It was the night that um, Tom McDonald kicked the oh, goal yeah, over yeah, his head. Yeah. Anyway, I said Tom McDonald will never do that again and never kick five, and now he's become a champion goal kicker in a premiership team. That's another story. Anyway, I literally didn't say a word. The game that he kicked that goal, siren sounded. I didn't say a word. JM drove, we drove back to Williton where we were both residing. Hang on a minute. Can I just interrupt for yeah. a moment? You didn't say a word, but you almost karate chopped that table <laughs> in half well, multiple times. That's true. You might not have said anything, J.L., but we had the whole of the Guildford Hotel looking at us multiple times yeah. because you slammed the desk yeah. like this well, okay. that many times. I, I was creative with that part of the story. Yeah, I was, I was not impressed. And then the other one was, it was I think it was the same year. Must have been the same year. We're down in, we're down in God's country in Dunsborough. Remember the Collingwood game at your folks' house? Mm, remind me, J.L. So... West Coast were up for most of the day and uh, squandered a last quarter lead, which they did a bit that year. That's when they had uh, Sam yes. Mitchell and Drew Petrie. all coming back to me now. And um, we're, at, we're at JM's place. His, his lovely parents and his two brothers, they allowed me to stay along with JM for the weekend. We did a game Bad in Bustleton. <laughs> anyway, it was a great weekend and everyone was having a great time until the Eagles game came on. The Eagles were up most of the day. I thought this could be pretty good. Anyway, they got overrun and I'm swearing and cursing at the TV. And, I'm, and, and I think back now, I think what a disgraceful performance by me. <laughs> What a what a disgraceful performance in a in a mate's we house. We open our arms, open yeah. our house to and, this young whippersnapper. And I've just I've made a complete tool of myself. I was not impressed. So it's safe to say no one wants to watch the Eagles with me. JL, one more good experience, right. would you believe? Right. I remember. Yeah, right. And I of don't. course it's all dependent on the result. Makes sense when it comes to watching football with anyone, but particularly JL considering his uh intensity of emotions that he expresses. JL, do you remember that game? Oh, I can't even remember where we were now. It might have been a Bassendine game too. I reckon it was uh, West Coast Port Adelaide, maybe, because we've had so many... 
tight clashes yes. against yep. Port Adelaide Football Club. Yep. Jeremy McGovern. Yes, of all yeah, people. we were at Bassendine. Goal yes. after the siren. Yes, yes, yep, yep. Lemon squashes on JL. That was oh. a good. So yeah. I had a lemon squash in my hand, and I'm pretty sure half of it ended up on the Bassendine bar. Yeah, it sounds because it's not very coordinated this part. So we've wandered in. We've literally seen the last two minutes, and McGovern's taken the mark, kicked the goal, oh, and I was shaking. I was that. I was that excitable <laughs> after the game. James just standing there. Yeah, you, know, you really pretty, do need to get some other interest. Pretty, you, pretty, <laughs> level, pretty level-headed, Jared Morrell, and Jacob Lansby's just lost the plot. But they, I'd forgotten about that one. That was a good experience. That was, a good that, that was an good enjoyable moment. trip back from Bassendean. It's a Absolutely. long trek from Bassendean, but that was actually one of the more enjoyable ones. I'm hearing a lot about these lemon squashes. Are you a big lemon squash? Fan? I am. Yeah, with yeah, like like Kirk's. Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lido Lemonade. Kirk sponsor the show, do they, uh, Matt? Are you no. allowed to name drop brands got... like that? Well, <laughs> okay, I'm a fan of a of a of a beer from time to time as oh. well. I don't I don't mind a beer for those yeah. listening. I'm I'm partial to a beverage from time to time. Probably the biggest understatement you'll ever hear on this show. Oh. I think Matt, <laughs> we'll, he's a big fan. We will yeah. we will get into that a little bit more detail. If James going to throw me under the bus, I'll have to be a couple of stories back in his direction oh, before dear. the end of the show. He he will regret that. Uh, now we'll touch on cricket before mm. we we get into too much. I I know you're, you're obviously a big cricket fan. Yeah, Jared. do yeah, enjoy the cricket yeah. once again, not as much as JL, yeah, but yeah. I do love, enjoy watching the cricket. Yep. Uh, Australia Sri Lanka. Australia didn't go too well in the the second test, unfortunately, threw some wickets away. Why are we talking about this? I've got to touch I, on it. I, I want to be in a positive frame of mind, <laughs> and you're trying to drag drag us down. Oh, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. It was everything that happens to Australia in the subcontinent and more. <laughs> I mean, 360-odd was a good score. Smith got 100, Labuschagne got 100, and then they just bowled poorly. They caught poorly. They, they used the reviews poorly. It was just it was a train wreck for about three days. Wreck. And Sri Lanka ran through us with blokes we've never heard of <laughs> or never hear of again. They're hit by COVID and they yeah. ran all these, ha- these nobodies. Got about two blokes who were fit. The other blokes are coughing and sputtering. Oh, come on, fellas. Someone coughed around the bat and half the Australian team went, I'm out. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was just it was, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. It was uh, The first test was great. I mean, we won in two and a bit days. And then, yeah, the, the, the third, uh, second test, sorry, was just, yeah, just not good. Yeah, must admit, haven't been following it super closely, mm-hmm. um, at the Australia-Sri Lanka series. But, um, I mean, Australia in the subcontinent versus Australia at home, it's it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. And um, there's always, I think, a little bit of anxiety as soon as the Aussies do some travel internationally and um, how they're going to fare on some different pitches, some different conditions that maybe they're not so used to. So not massively surprised by a, a disappointing result in that test match. But in the uh, one-day international formats in the T20s, they went all right against Sri Lanka. Am uh, I right in saying? They won the T20s, lost the one-day. Yeah, okay. yeah, good series, though, both. Yeah, they? both pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, when you look at the results overall, we say that's a pretty good tour. Test series was drawn. ODI series, uh, Australia just lost. I think they lost 3-2, and they won the T20s 2-1, and they were good matches. So overall, I think both teams won the same amount of games on the tour. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good series. contest. Sport was the winner, Matt. Sport was yep. the winner. Yeah, <laughs> Fair right. Sport was Fair the enough. Winner. Fair enough. Uh, one other thing I want to touch on cricket related uh, more for Jacob because uh, the T20 qualifiers are going on at the moment. Yep. Um, so USA are in action uh, against Jersey. Uh, I know you're a big the fan. USA qualifying for they're, the T20s and Mason t- Cox playing or I wish uh, they're two they're two and zero at the moment. <laughs> the US Jacob. Well, I was all in on Jersey. I just I just <laughs> like their squad. I really thought they had a <laughs> tell you, me tell me some of their, um, their players that you're really intrigued. Oh, by. Smith, their opening batsman, wicket keeper, captain is a no, no, no. Greenwood name? and Carlin <laughs> open. Well. well 
Okay, I don't know yeah. a lot about oh, the Jets. logs and... Yeah, right. But I, I just... I like an underdog story. And just to say the boys from Jersey got to the T20 World Cup would just be... But imagine know. if the USA got to the T20 oh, World Cup. Oh, but, you know, they play baseball. America win in bloody everything. Yeah, no one cares. You don't need to see them do well at cricket. <laughs> Stuff off. Yeah, no. America. I'm, I'm absolutely and with you. And could be a get to all the American listeners on <laughs> yeah. Matt's chats. So no, you're doing well. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. hate the US. No, I'm not, a, I'm not, in, I'm not all, all in on the US. Because I remember as a kid watching the USA in a Champions Trophy. And Australia skittled them for, I don't know, 50? <laughs> they look like they were retired basketballers or something. They had no idea what they were doing. Well, they're all athletes over there, so yeah, they probably were. That's true, but well, yeah. Well, the USA beat Jersey. Uh, a man of the, by the name of Stephen Taylor made a big 100, and then the USA went out the next day and rolled Singapore for 69 after making 201. So the USA are on fire, and they've got a big clash against Zimbabwe later today, which I think is going to be probably game of the qualifiers. Oh, Zimbabwe have got to win that, don't they? Oh, I mean, I don't they, know. they play test cricket. What did you make of uh, Singapore's result? Though? I know you're also a big fan of oh, uh, them, JL. And well, there's a few promising there's, cricketers there's that you like there. You've just, you've just <laughs> got to, you've got to ask questions. You've got to ask questions of Singapore and what's going on with their cricket. I know well, it's a really lovely place to visit, but you've got to ask both? questions. Well, I don't know. I've never been there. Zimbabwe did score two three six against Singapore in, in the first T20. game. In the t- first game, uh, but they did make one twenty five in response that game. Singapore That's solid. That's, well, they got. Did they get halfway? That's halfway, isn't it? My yeah, maths is yeah. never great. Yeah, that's halfway. Yeah. That's good enough. Singaporean cricket clearly needs more airtime. Well, if you listen to Sport FM, JM, and I'm disappointed you don't. The Emerging Cricket Podcast is a great program. <laughs> Dan Beswick in the host chair. It's terrific. Dan after the who? after the NRL Friday night, it's terrific. Oh, yeah. Is this being aired on Sport FM? <laughs> no, that, yeah. that, is this edition of the podcast? Because that's it what I like be. to do on a Friday night. I click thought. on Sport FM hey, and listen to the emerging surely, podcast. Surely, surely, Matt Chat. Squashes. Surely, Matt Chat. This is getting a run on Sport FM. This episode, oh, I, I, sh- I assume it, it would have to. Hello to all of those <laughs> tuning in on Sport FM. Uh, the Netherlands are also in there. They're they're two and zero at the moment. I'm Dutch, so, so I'm all in on. And given Ryan, Ryan Campbell's Campbell. been on the show, yep, Max O'Dell, very good leader. Well, you know, you know, I've got Dutch blood as well and the, the oh, wow. school I actually teach at at the moment it's got a strong Dutch heritage and you know what one of the sayings is that I've heard used at the school oh. is if you're not Dutch you're not much oh wow so um, that's a very good and very fair I'm and sure they probably use that amongst the uh, the Dutch cricket team too it's only a matter of time until Tom Cooper gets going and when he does but let's be honest here some of these associates are there any any player I don't, I don't mean to be racist <laughs> But are some of these players actually born in the country in that they here. play He's for? Got a point. As soon as you start the sentence with "I don't mean to be racist, Matt," you are in serious trouble. <laughs> this part of the serious of the, this, trouble. This part of the spot uh, of the of the spotcast of the podcast is not going to make it on the sport. <laughs> I event. wouldn't have yeah. thought so. Uh, we'll move on. We'll move on from cricket. Yeah, probably best. Um, again, we are very close to getting into lots of sports drive, mm-hmm. but we're, we're just delving through some topics first. And one that I heard it mentioned broken by Wayne Clark this morning. Wayne. Clark breaking news breaking yep. news oh. normally it's just breaking wind <laughs> oh, I've heard that you, many JL. a time uh, but bunning snags they're going up in price hang on a minute this will cause Jared some serious yeah, concern is, you know I don't get too up and about about much JL yes um, but yeah, this is really it's yeah. Hard. So usually they're two fifty, which you know, fair enough. That's a good, good, solid price. Yeah, uh, you're paying for the experience ex- too, not just the sausage. Exactly. Yeah, uh, they're going up to three dollars fifty. Mm. It's for a good cause, though. They're, they're they're pushing it now, JL. 
Look, but, as a consumer, I'm a big no. But as a really? member of a cricket club, yeah, it's for the money. Could get a bit more money yeah. in the club. And we're a community sports radio station, yep. Sport FM. We've got to be supportive. You guys are of obviously this. very charitable individuals. But as I just said, Matt. You're not just paying for the sausage. You're paying for the experience. You know, you're giving to a good cause. Mm. So I go $3.50. That is like, that's borderline. I could have got maybe $3. Go to three. That's a bit greedy. Round number. Round it up to three, not $3.50. You know what the coffee shop around the corner from me is uh, charging now? $5 for a cup of coffee? Six bucks. Oh, that's crazy. $6. Yeah, that's not on. Do I look like I'm made of money? Uh, Yes, you do actually. Well... (laughs) looks to save you. Can I um, just quickly, while <laughs> yeah. we're on the topic of bunning snacks, you remember mm. the day, it must have been, it was a Saturday, because the, the, we're, we're doing Waffle on Sundays, it must have been finals time, and we were at yeah. the studio for Toast the Coast, and we went down to watch your mate play just down the road, uh, he was playing at Coburn, uh, Yes. and he finished playing his game, and we went on a, you know there's like pub crawls and whatnot, yeah. we went on a bunning sizzle crawl. We went to we went, we went to we went to Leach Highway. We went to about two or three different places for a sausage oh, and a bun. It was a good afternoon, Matt. It was a very good afternoon. And I just I was just questioning my life. Not for I the first time. I think you guys time. should have Facebook lived that. Oh, we're oh, going to talk golly. about that, are we? There's a lot of things that oh. we should and shouldn't Facebook live, Matt. And I reckon oh, most of what we geez. did Facebook live. Did we get some feedback? Days, we shouldn't have. Did we get some feedback on the Facebook live videos? Uh, Rightfully so. Oh dear. Well, let, let's jump into it. Okay. Sports drive. Where did? How did it all begin? Uh, what What happened to bring you you two together? Because that was about when I believe the drive show just went to a, a higher level. <laughs> Jamie, you can tell. No, Jo, you've got a memory like no other. So I, I want you to um, give a bit of the context here because my memory is probably not quite as good as well, yours. Well, the way I remember it is, you went on one of many holidays. Mm. I went away for Sounds a couple of weeks. Right. And it was a who can do sports drive in Jared Morrell's absence. I mean, a big shoes to fill. And Jared went, oh, JL's only not, a size nine. JL's, JL's not going to do a better job than me. So he, 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 can, uh, he can do the show for a couple of weeks. So my start here at Sport FM came as a fill-in over the Christmas holiday period. And then you were away for the first week of the new year. So I did the show I for a week. not even remember that, JL. Mm. Well, I do. As you say, I've got a memory like a... Well, goldfish or whatever they yeah, goldfish could goldfish be, they've got shocking memories elephant that's the one I want and oh, goldfish. Goldfish. rest in peace rest in peace to Trisha who passed away last week um, so I filled in for a week and I, how do we end up here what that means Trisha the elephant at the Perth Zoo I was not across that story JL I 65 hate to years of age I was in New Zealand yeah I know you were I know you were very upset about it I've, I've not been the same since it happened anyway so I'm filling in for a week and Jared came back and Colin Minson, the late yeah. Colin Minson. Rolled out the red man. carpet as they should. Um, returned. Yes. But <laughs> so Minnow listened for the week. And he goes, you know, Jacob, you've done, a, you've done a pretty solid job. If there's ever a position available to fill in, you, you know, you're probably on the list. So James come in off the back of that conversation going, hey, Minnow, getting a bit tired of doing drive on my own. It'd be nice to have a co-host. And with all due respect to the great man Minnow, he, he wasn't a big fan of a lot of ideas. <laughs> So you'd often say, oh, we should do this. But no, no, we're not doing that. Absolutely no way are we doing that. You always knew where you stood with me, no? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, the late great. And, but this time, for whatever reason, he was, he was all in. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. I think, Maybe I he think had a lemon squash for breakfast. We will so nice. sports drive with the two J's. It was, that Minnow came up with that. 
we ran with it. It's like sports drive at the two J's. The the worst part about it was he probably still doesn't know our, didn't know our names because <laughs> he'd come in and go hi Jacob he'd be talking to Jared oh hi Jared and he just gave up after a while it was just uh, the two J's. And then the best was when he tried to put both the first name and the surname oh. together. Jacob Lansbury or and uh, Jacob Morell or yeah Jared <laughs> Lansbury uh, or Lansbury. always an experience it was didn't know what you were going to get so that's how I remember it is that um, Jared pushed my case which uh, was very polite and very kind and something I'm still very very grateful for uh, and that's how it started I don't, how do you remember it yeah well um, going back even a little bit further than that we had a bit of history on yes. our West Coast Eagles show Toast the Coast. Um, I can't remember how long prior it was to the drive place. At least a couple of years. Place. Yeah, at least so a couple of years. We had a couple of years on air. Um, it was actually one of my friend's mutual yes. uh, friend, Taylor Cowper, who uh, said, I know this guy, Jacob, who loves his West Coast Eagles. Um, he'd be good broadcaster. Maybe he'd even done a little couple of bits and pieces. Yep by that stage and um so he jumped on air we got this west coast eagles supporter show going and um we loved it didn't we yeah and i think fun. we found i'd like to think pretty quickly that the the chemistry between both of us built up pretty quickly and and um you know we get on pretty well for most of the part jl <laughs> and i um so yeah i think just that opportunity to broadcast with someone else there's something about being able to bounce off another person and have that real conversational type of radio that i think um not only do you enjoy as a broadcaster but i'd like to think the listeners really enjoy that dynamic too Um, because at times when you're broadcasting by yourself a show it can feel like a bit of a lonely experience um so yeah they were definitely my fondest um years it was only a almost two years uh, at Sport FM that we had the two J's, the drive show going. But whenever I think about my time on Sport FM, Matt, um, I struggle to remember much else outside of the sports drive show. And and I think that goes to to show um, how much I personally enjoyed it and um, probably just how well JL and I actually did get on uh, on air and off air as well, obviously. We're still mates. So, uh, yeah, we we had a great time for a couple of years there, didn't we, JL? um, The the simplest way to describe it is I think in in life as well as in work I guess work uh, opportunities you click with some people a lot quicker than others and Matt and I are probably the same we, we just we just click don't we Matt yes yes um, but <laughs> are you on the same page no, yeah, I'm not so. quite sure yeah, about that so. it was a bit uh, unconvincing no it wasn't but we just for whatever reason we seem to yes bounce off each other pretty well but we just we clicked from very early on in our on-air experience together. Um, JM understood my style, and I think I understood his style. My first impression of JM was that he looked 12, and he was actually, I think he was 18. <laughs> and he has used that joke I have. a thousand times, I have. and he still thinks it's funny. It is it's funny. It's sad look, now, it is but funny. he still thinks One it's funny. One of my favourite tasks, or favourite things to do, would be out after the game, we'd be, you know, Jared would go and buy a beer. I'd go, excuse me, can you check for ID, please? <laughs> And, and, and Why are you laughing at that so, humour, Matt? So, so that you know. The Why ID, are you giving this bloke ID, credit for that kind of ID, shocking material? The ID would come out, and you know, Jared was twenty-two or whatever. And I, I go, "How old do you reckon he is? How, how old do you reckon he was? He was, oh, 19? You know, he was twenty-four or twenty-five. At least I'm over eighteen. In well, yeah, exactly. But um, no, I was, yeah. I, I think from very early on, we realised that it was going to be a lot of fun. Um, we probably stretched the elastic band a little bit with what we talked about on air and yeah, the way we went about it. Goes without saying. But it was 
Yeah, it was, and this is not to discredit what we do now at Sport FM, but it was a wonderful 18 months. My first 18 months at Sport FM to have a mate alongside you doing radio made it 10 times easier. Every day going to work didn't feel like a job for me because you were, you were doing something that you enjoyed with someone you got on with. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah, it, it was a bit it was, of a bromance quite clearly yeah. going well, on. Well, and we some had a of bit the of jokes that were developed. around here. Yeah. Well, it ended up in, um, because we live quite close to one yes. another, uh, JL and I, um, not so much anymore, but we used to do the old carpool, and then we had this little uh, arrangement that oh. if you're often at the supermarket just beforehand, you'd flick off a text and say, hey, mate, I'm uh, grabbing an iced coffee. You reckon you want one too? <laughs> and then we had this unspoken agreement that, um, you know, if you're at the shops just before a show, it's your turn to shout iced coffees, uh, which we very much enjoyed. So, yeah, we had our little routines and our little quirks that we got um, pretty used to. So Backwards Hat Wednesday? Backwards Hat Wednesday. Jeez, I'd forgotten that. Well, put your um, hat back on properly. It's on. It's on. Yeah, I do have the my front. hat on wrong at the moment, uh, according to that. I, I do have one quick story to tell, oh, Matt, though, yeah, when it came to the old carpooling situation. Yeah, yeah. This will be good. Um, so, one particular uh, afternoon, and it had been agreed upon previously, I think it was obvious as well, it was my turn to do the carpooling. Um, and I was actually happened to be around near the Sport FM studios just before we were due to come in for Sports Drive and I was hanging out with some friends. Um, actually, would you believe it, pumping a bit of iron, Matt. Um, <laughs> and anyway, this is, this is that's not an important part of the story, but I just wanted to add it in there. Ah. Um, and I get this call. I completely forgot it's like that I was It's five to one at this five point. Five to one from You're a meant to be here at one o'clock. JL. <laughs> Ropeable. All right. I could oh, hear the no, rage was, in his voice. JM, where are you, mate? <laughs> You're supposed to be picking me up. It's your turn today. And I'm so, oh, oh, mate, no. I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. Da, 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 da. Oh, it, it was and no. He's, it was a oh, short no. conversation. He's hung up and, you know, I'll be there shortly. Anyway, <laughs> mumbles through his breath. And so he rocks up and I'm feeling pretty bad pretty he's on eggshells i'm going oh geez i know jl he's a lovely guy but being known to have a little bit of a temper here and there and uh he was clearly unhappy and so he's coming in we're like an old married couple it was oh. this like this uh distance there was not much conversation <laughs> going i think um he was oh, i can't remember which way one of us was sitting in the studio one of us is in the producer's box cutting up audio and we are keeping no our dialogue. distance and i just bought the old uh, colonel for lunch and i thought i've got to i've got to grab an extra popcorn chicken here and use it as a peace offering <laughs> for jl but i needed to kind of let the tension just settle a little bit before you um, yeah. before we started engaging in conversation a bit and then i you know very half-heartedly said uh, JL, I uh, bought an extra popcorn chicken. Uh, would, you, would you like one, mate? Uh, and he's just straight away gone, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 and he went with a popcorn chicken meal and all of a sudden everything's well, well with the world. I was thinking, we've got to make this process happen pretty quickly now because mm. the popcorn chicken's getting cold, the chips are oh, getting yeah. cold. But they were as soggy no one as likes cold. cold. <laughs> we put it, I, put it, I remember I put it in the microwave to yeah. try and... Wa- it was a bit of a lost cause, to be honest, but... <laughs> That yes. whole day was a lost well, cause from there on Because you know what? That was the same day that we had a pre-record with Justin Langer. 
Oh. In this very studio that we're sitting now. Talk about tense situations. Oh. So one jail's not Was happy that the with the same it. day. The same day. Oh, the same day. Justin Langer's coach in WA. my life that day, I'll tell you what. At this time. <laughs> and we've got a pre record. It must have been 2.30. I reckon, with Justin Layer, and we've oh. called him at, I don't know, 2.31 or 2.32. 2.33, maybe. Anyway, Jared's picked up the phone, called, oh, hi, Justin, uh, it's Jared from Sport FM, how are you? And, and Jamie, you can probably pick it up from here, because you actually copped the backlash that I didn't hear on the other end of the phone. Yes, he basically gave me the finger through oh. uh, through the phone Not and said, uh, mate, you said you'd call at 2.30, it's now 2.32, 2.33. Oh, jeez. And essentially, without saying it, giving me the old don't you know who I am kind of uh, vibe and said, uh, if you're going to call, say you're going to call someone at this time, you've got to call them at this time. I'm Hero a of yours man. as a kid. Da, 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 da. Hero of yours as and a kid. it was a bit jarring, I must say, Matt, because prior to that, I'd had very positive experiences with Justin Leia, very positive yeah. interactions, like really positive. He'd actually been very generous uh, towards me in some of the interactions we had. So it was very jarring, and I feel like since, because uh, obviously JL and I are very close, I'm speaking of Justin Langer now, I feel like yes. we've had this complex relationship <laughs> ever yeah. since where I go, I don't know how I feel about this bloke anymore. Do I like him? Do I not like him? Probably how the Australian cricket team felt yeah. <laughs> about yeah. him until the they South came. New South Wales bowlers. Yeah, New South um, Wales bowlers probably know how you feel. Yeah, so that was a very interesting day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sounds very interesting. How did, how did we get there? Had everything yeah. that day. Now, the Facebook Lives, I, I have to ask about them. Uh, do you? Do you? I, no. I just, I, because obviously I was listening a bit back then and I just remember oh, there'd be Matt, these. I apologise. That's <laughs> all we can do, really, is just to all of those listening. Have who... you heard about using your time wisely, Matt? Oh. You weren't oh, doing. We had a great time, time listening to Sorts Drive with the two Js. Oh, uh, but I just recall seeing these Facebook lives, and you two, there were basic ones where you two would just be standing there saying what's going to be in the show, and oh. then Jake was telling me there was more <laughs> more extreme ones that I didn't see. Yeah. I went looking uh, for them. I couldn't find yeah, them. Deleted. We went looking. We deleted them. Don't worry, they're no longer in the public Did domain. Did we delete them? Well, they're not there anymore, so someone's deleted them. <laughs> Probably Some- someone in, uh, with a lot more power than us who had a lot more common someone sense. Had a bit of- post-traumatic stress from I would have thought so my, my favourite there were two that were my favourite uh, there was the going up the lift because remember we decided like we weren't comfortable in front of the camera really like we're both a bit stiff and a bit uncomfortable speak in front for of the yourself camera. Well, you're sorry. speaking to Mr. Telephone sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I have been going through uh, some audio today, and I did hear about the jeans that. Uh, oh, the, the telethon jeans. Yeah, the, the telethon jeans. jeans. We'll get to that. Um, so, okay, so I wasn't very comfortable in front of a camera. Jared was yeah, this a, sounds a accurate, true, man. true professional, and loved every minute of it. So we decided we're going to get a bit more just a little bit left of centre that we weren't going to because at the time a lot of radio stations were doing it a Facebook Live this is what's coming up on the show yeah. we've got this guest we've got this guest and we've got this segment <laughs> and we initially thought we had the charisma to yeah. do the same thing <laughs> but <laughs> turns out we did you watch it back and you go absolutely not <laughs> so we decided let's mix it up let's do something a bit different let's get people you know let's have a bit of a laugh so James a big fan of uh, Roaming Brian and BT so he's going right let's do a Roaming Jared character. I'll, I'll film and Jared's going to walk around the building because Sport FM, of course, has an amazing precinct oh, yeah. and a lot of really interesting things to show people. I can't people. believe these multicoloured dolphins and turtles, turtles. are still here, Jail. The decor yeah. in this studio these is are new. inspirational. These have been updated in the last 15 years. So 
The first one is Jared doing a roaming JM. Okay, got a few likes. Didn't really hit that the was speaking to, I speaking it. to who? There's no so Margaret, remember Margaret from Radio Free? I love her. Did I lady. have a chat to her? You had that? a chat to her. Ted yeah. was here, the late, great Dr. Ted Walker. He was playing solitaire. He was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Just, Excuse me, Ted, you got a minute? <laughs> oh, it I was more so, a walkthrough of the studio, wasn't yeah. it, really, than any yeah. kind of roaming work? So, you know, that, that got a few likes. It was like, okay, it was a bit better. So the next day, it was my turn. We would come up with ideas on yeah. a day-to-day basis. I said, right. We're at the bottom of the stairs. I'm going to get in the lift. JM, film me going up the lift. It's like midweek. It's Wednesday. It wasn't a lot happening. You've seen the Sport FM lift, right, Matt? Yeah, I it's don't want to get in it. It's barely a lift. <laughs> does it work? It does. It does. Although, one, oh, I think just. there was one day that we got it's stuck ma- in the lift where it didn't work. The old manual. Oh, yeah. It's the sketchy to Occasionally, say the we just used to be stupid and we're like, let's catch the, let's take the lift down to the bottom of the stairs. Anyway, so this day, <laughs> this day we've got, we've got in the lift. James filming. I've gone, I've got a line. I've got a line. And I didn't tell James, but it was pretty obvious. I've gone. So the record. Righto, we're, we're going to give you a huge lift on Sports Drive this oh, afternoon. God. Sport was, FM's got a lift and was, we're in the lift. It was oh. so cringeworthy and, you know, James meant to be quiet behind the I know you're surprised camera. he's not a dad with that well, kind of... Well, oh, you know, it was all about being respectful. So I meant, you know, the day before, I'm really respectful of James as he goes about his work. Whatever I felt about it, I didn't say anything. But James just burst into laughter. And this is Facebook Live, right? So you're live to anyone who's watching... And you get a notification, Sport FM is live. All right, I'll hit the... And it's JM giggling at me trying to make a pun about being in the lift and going up the lift for the show. Look, it was such a bad joke. I think they might have added to it, to be fair. Yeah. We well, were like two little kids I, running around. That's the simplest way to put it. Is if you want a summation of Sports Drive in 18 months that we did the show together, it was a couple of prepubescent teenagers, really, well, having a laugh. Well, that's the way we acted. Yes, I was having a laugh. Sure, I'd gone through puberty by that stage. I'm but not sure. No, we wouldn't have acted like that was the case. No, no. So yeah, uh, Facebook Live, massive no. The feedback that we got. What I remember is current Isamanol uh, captain, and then today tonight extraordinaire producer Matthew Jupp saying he was going to give us feedback, which was rich from a bloke who ended up about three months later eating a cheeseburger off the floor of the <laughs> oh, Hungry Jack. At the casino Jail. after the Sandover. Don't throw Jappy under the bus no, I've like told him that. He's a, he's a great man. He is a good man, but he deserves to be thrown under yeah, the bus for that. It wasn't his finest moment. But people, he had a few lemon squashes. People <laughs> have this perspective that Matthew Jupp is a squeaky clean, nicest fella, great leader, and I just needed to drop that well, in. Well, he clearly thought the floor was squeaky clean at the time. Well, it was I just okay hope it was. the burger off the floor. I hope it was. Anyway, so he was like, I'll give you feedback on how to smile and how to stand in front of the car. Give me a spell, Jappy. Just kick a football from fullback and <laughs> <laughs> if you don't Stay mind. in your lane, Juppie. But, I mean, yeah. So we were getting feedback from all points of the compass. Adam McGrath, who was the station manager, was sending you messages going, Jacob needs to loosen up. And I was like, <laughs> Jared's like, man, how do you... Unless he's he has pretty two good beers, in front of the camera, though, isn't he, Adam McGrath? Unless, so well, mm-hmm. it's easy for some. But <laughs> it, unless I had two beers, I was not going to feel comfortable in front of that camera. Yeah. And we don't encourage alcohol before going on radio. No, we after. have seen that in the past, unfortunately, from other members. Yes, um, Yes, actually, very true. And we won't throw them under the bus, will we, JL? No, I wouldn't Um, have thought so. I would say that on that particular occasion, it probably wasn't the most professional broadcast you've ever heard <laughs> yeah. uh, from this particular individual that may or may not have been somewhat intoxicated, you could say, at the time. Yeah. JL? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, occasionally we stretch the professionalism band around uh, Sport FM, but... Uh Matt's yep. hiding the whiskey bottle that he's uh, been into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's a Pepsi Max over <laughs> there. I just want to smell that and make sure yeah, there's no yeah, whiskey or anything in there. Vodka's chucked in there. Uh, it's safe to say the Facebook Live videos 
didn't have much of a future at Sport FM. But for a while, they were still on the website. And because we don't have a lot of videos put up on our socials, if you jump onto the page, <laughs> you just scroll through and there's there's JM and JL standing there nervously yeah. in front of a camera telling you what's coming up on Sports Drive from 2017. I so. mean, maybe I didn't look hard enough, but I couldn't find him and I was pretty disappointed. He's done his research, he, this boy. I was, I was here the day we sat here for an hour. I wasted an hour of my day, <laughs> not for the first time as Matt scrolled through the Sport <laughs> FM Facebook page to look for this video that no longer exists. Yeah. He has it, done his own impressive. He has. He has. Yeah, you I know go what in, you're doing here, mate. If I go into videos, there's just... There's not much happening there. There's a lot of <laughs> rewinds and yep. things like that. That's, and then It's terrific. Let's hear from that, yeah, that guest no that good. was on two days ago that said something that's no longer relevant. <laughs> that's, that's terrific. What about <laughs> JM and JL from five years ago doing Facebook Live? I know. That's, no, that's what Give I want Give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. I, I've said this. I've said this, JM, that we need a retro week at Sport FM where old presenters come back like your good self. <laughs> Adam McGrath comes back and does breakfast. Uh, Jack Crawshaw comes back and does Sportsline. And we just, we just drop back yeah. into a bygone era and we just we just do the week as though it's that that era all over again <laughs> you know what i must say that there have been many times matt when i have you know moved on from from sport fm that i've gone you know having maybe a hard day at work geez i miss my time on air that oh. was a good time with jl He's back but at the same time are you getting the sense that old mate here is struggling to let go a bit of <laughs> that particular season if he wants to go all all retro oh, round no. on Sport FM? No, no, don't, 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 don't dumb it down. It's just a great opportunity for the audience to warm back to the to their favourite. Are you sure it's about person. the audience, JL? It's, this always, particular it's always about the audience. Opportunity and experience. Well, I just want to sleep in, to be honest. I just like yeah, to do okay. drive again, so I don't now have to wake up at four a.m. Yeah. Well, are you ever planning a comeback? Is Am it? I ever planning a comeback? Uh, Matt, I think uh, that time has passed. That season has he'll passed. Have a, he'll have a midlife Unfortunately, crisis. He'll be back. Um, he'll be back. I still very much... Uh, I, I think I like the idea of being in the media world maybe again one day. Mm. Um, I'm very aware that it's not in this season, and if it were to happen again, it probably won't be for, for many years. Um, but... I thoroughly enjoyed uh, my time on radio, and um, if circumstances allowed it, I would have done it for longer. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I'm content. I'm pretty content. I think where I'm at at the moment, but I, I definitely do miss it at times, mate. Absolutely. Fair enough. Uh, now, now tell me about these these telethon jeans because I'm going through some audio earlier today, and oh. I was like, "What the hell? Where, where is did this? you find that audio?" It's not hard. You just type in Drive 2017 and all the stuff comes up. <laughs> I thought it would be tough, but it really was quite I'm, easy. I'm concerned. <laughs> so I'm just trying to remember the exact context. I, I remember giving you grief for weeks over coffee. this. You spilt coffee. Mm. So I picked Jam up from his residence in Williton, also being a Williton resident, and we were he, driving. He remembered to pick me up, which was a good well, start. Well, <laughs> I generally did because my memory is good and yours is not. Yeah, it's true. I haven't held any grudges, obviously, from five years ago. No. I picked Jam up. He's jumped in the car and he's gone, oh, don't you hate it when you spill coffee on your jeans, particularly when it's in you know, in a comfortable spot or a spot that looks pretty dodgy? I said, yeah, you know, it's never good. And he said, oh, particularly, these are my telethon jeans as well. I bought them for telethon. And <laughs> going, wait a minute, Jam, you're on telethon for five minutes. And this is about a month after telethon, right? So Jam was on. So we and got this old mate here with his buffet and his original humor gone, oh, telethon jeans, <laughs> here's some content I can work with. Uh, and, and it became a running joke for weeks. But so uh, we we needed two or three. What was it? you, Chris Clefunas, and maybe Kim Hughes went on yeah, telethon. Something like I can't so, remember so clearly. Kim Hughes and Chris went on the panel, and you yes, were interviewed right. by Michael Usher. 
I was on the other yep. side of the country at the time for uh, a Bucks party, and I, I yeah, and <laughs> and I was in a very good place, mind you. And um, saw some photos from well, that night, and he was not in a good place, <laughs> man. So I've I've seen these photos of JM smiling, grinning from ear to ear. I've been on Telethon. Emma Payne, a good friend of uh, of ours, who did a lot of work with us at Sport FM. She's doing great work with the Wildcats now. We're sending me photos of you of you on air and and doing what you did. And JM was just in his element. He just loved it. Anyway, he came in on the Monday and he sort of got the strut and the shoulders have rolled back. And it's, G'day, fellas. You know, it's great to be here after my telethon appearance. And it, it just... <laughs> I don't remember using those words. <laughs> well, you did. And so telethon just became JM's sort of claim to fame. Like, you know, his, his mum obviously was oh, delighted. I did it for his the kids, JM. I did it for well, the kids. Appeared yeah, for the kids, of it, course. You did. You did. And and I know it meant a lot to, to be on telethon. But it just became all about JM and a bit of me, me, me and telethon <laughs> for about... A month, and, and I just thought I'd extend it a little bit longer with the uh. telethon jeans. So, simply, Jared spilled coffee on his jeans, which he bought for telethon, mentioned that they were from telethon, yeah, and it became a running no, joke. I threw myself under the bus, you and did. you took an opportunity, and good on you. Uh, I must say, <laughs> it sounds that sounds that like experience, though, Matt, I think from memory, Jay, once again, you can help me out. Mm-hmm. But Minnow came to both of us and said, um, you know, we've got this spot on telethon, one of you guys from Drive is going to be in the phone room, and JL. To his credit, selflessly. Uh, very selflessly and very humbly said, JM, you've been at the station for longer than me, mate. You've given me this opportunity. You've got to be the one who does it. Happy for you to do it. And, um, I wasn't in the state and either. obviously, I, so. being the humble man, I put up a big fight and said, no, no, JL, it should be us. Oh, yep, no worries, mate. I'll be down there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, what time check, you on, check on the new Wardrobe? jeans. Check on yep. the Sport FM polo. I'm, I'm ready to go. You're a, bit, um, you're a bit awestruck by Cassie Silver, I think, too, weren't you? A bit, bit taken aback by... By Cassie Silver, one of the, uh, one of the Channel Seven, uh, maybe at the time. <laughs> I don't believe I was married though, Jay. No, so uh, I've okay. only got eyes for one woman yes, now. Yes, the lovely Eden. Get, get yeah, yeah. Eden listens. Yeah, beautiful this, Eden. Before, love of my life. Well, before. Um, but I do recall. Um, you know, you get this one little snippet. You've got like two, three sentences in this phone room, and you know, you you're nervous, you're anxious, oh. the palms are sweaty, and for most of the part, I'd like to think that it went okay, Matt. But, you know, even the slightest stumble just throws you off. And so the start of my sentence was, you know, thanks, Michael. It's great to be on Telethon. I'm like, the show's called Telethon. It's only been around There's one word that you should be pretty confident in saying is Telethon, and I couldn't even spit it out that well. But overall, it was it was an enjoyable experience, and I'm glad I got the opportunity. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there's plenty of other stuff. I've got some audio I'm going to play very okay. soon. Um, I, I tr- I'm i not looking forward to hearing it. Oh, no, you'll be, you'll be fine. Um, I do have a question about uh, the bet you guys had in 2018 regarding Jack Darling and Matt Tavenar. Mm. Uh, now, you guys were betting on who would kick more goals. I'm sure if we were, but what were we betting? Was it a carton? Yeah. It was, it was a carton. A carton of lemon squash. Yes. So... Matt Tabiner must have had a good game in the preseason, and remember he dominated the, the finals for Peel the year before. Yeah. And the you were just can play when he's not injured. Well, he can, and he can mark the ball, and sometimes he kicks straight. I mean, he kicked seven earlier in the year, so he's a good, he's a solid player. He is. So James come in. It's like February, maybe March. Started the season. Haven't played a game in anger yet. James gone. This is Matt Tabiner's year. 
He is going to have a breakout year. He's going to dominate the competition. He's going to kick... You said 50 to 60 goals. If you've got the audio, he said he's going to kick 50 to 60 goals. Are you goals. sure, though? <laughs> the he words did. that came out of my We can check. I do have the audio. Oh, here we go. So 50 to 60 goals. tell you. Okay. Let's have a Let's listen to it. the audio. I'm not, I'm not too, I haven't listened to the whole thing, so... Discussing Fremantle the last couple of days uh, f- off the back of their very impressive hit-out against West Coast at Joondalup on Sunday, and Matt Tabata has been getting a lot of discussion and whether he can become the player that Fremantle fans have longed for him to become. And we've actually got a little bit of a, a gander, a little bit of a bet we do. on Matt Tabiner and Jack Darling, key forwards for the respective Perth clubs, Tabiner at Fremantle, Darling at West Coast. I believe Jack Darling will kick more goals than Matt Tabiner. You're of the opinion. Good to see you back on the uh, Twitter sphere, JM, earlier on today, sending out a tweet. All of your many Twitter followers would have been very excited to see you tweeting. Uh, you believe that Matt Tavener will kick more goals than Jack Darling? I don't believe so. So we've got a little wager on that. We do, and it's going to be it's going to be good fun. Just keeping a track on that from week to week. How many goals both of those well, players are, are kicking from week to week in comparison to one another? Will you concede by round eleven when Matt Tavener's in the waffle for Peel Thunder? Oh, that will not be the case, JL. He'll play every game this year right. with Matt Tabiner, and I imagine... How many goals kick, will he kick? He'll kick anywhere between 40 and 60 goals this year with Matt Tabiner. 60 goals? Yep. How many goals did Fremantle's leading goal kicker kick last year? Um, not many. 25. Yeah. Cam McCarthy kicked yeah. 25. So he could double that quite easily this year, so I reckon, Matt Tabiner. Matt Tabiner, who's not done that in his AFL career, is going to go from barely kicking in a goal to kicking 40 to 60. I know. Yeah, I'm pretty confident, actually, call. in this tip. Now, while that audio was playing, Jacob made the outlandish statement that Jack Darling, at the halfway point of that season, was the best player in the game. What the hell are you talking about? He, he dominated the first half of the year. He hurt his foot against St Kilda. He came back, and he was pretty solid after that, but not the same player. He was clanking everything. He was kicking bags. He kicked six against Richmond. He kicked four against the... He was ripping games apart. Jack Darling was the best player in the competition. Wayne Carey best even came out and said it. Wayne Carey what came out What would Wayne Carey know? Oh, he's only one of the greatest players in the yeah, history of the game. Yeah, know a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was... But he lost his way after that. And then he dropped a mark in a grand final that almost cost us... Oh, in 2015. I watched that the other day. Oh. I was almost in tears. Even though I knew the result, mm. it was still... Well, what I remember is I was at my cricket club and a teammate of mine jumped into my arms. We still laugh about it. Think, jumped into your arms? Yeah, he's, 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 he was in front of me. We'd have to show you how well we're, well, Jay, we're yeah, a loving romantic club. Life. We're, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're, a, we're a loving club at Wilton. <laughs> okay. And he's, he's jumping. Like, we've won. We've won. I'm just looking straight at the screen in horror as he's dropped them. Like, he's dropped it. He's dropped it. Of course, you know, Shuey marked the kick in and, and we, we won. But yeah, it was a little bit nerve wracking. Mm, yeah, I love anyway. talking about that game. Poor Matt's yeah, well, still why don't we go through it? Why don't we go through it play by play on the last quarter? No, no, no. We want to. We want to continue our chats. I do remember when Darling dropped that mark and because I thought we'd lost and I put my head down and I looked up and he dropped it and I thought if we go up the other end and kick a goal Jack Dunn's going to come back to Perth and his house is going to be burned down he wouldn't have yeah. come back to Perth he would <laughs> have gone to New Zealand yeah. it would have been, that would have been no that, that I must say these days when I go to the football mat and JL is very aware that I've given Jack Darling a very hard time over his career, but the guy can seriously play football when he's at his best. Mm. But I must say, it is a bit sad at times when you're there at the football live, Jack Darling gets the ball, and you hear the boos. Yeah. And, and I know there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot else that's going on around that, um, that has been well documented at the start of this season, um, but that disappoints me. 
when you hear Bronx cheers yeah. pretty regularly yep. at the football. I, I think that's that's unfair. <laughs> If you're, your if you're supporting a football yep. team, you've got to show a little bit more grace yep. and support to your players than yep. that. Like, that's not good enough. Here, here. I'd be happy for him to come to the pies. He kicks goals. But that's so. the thing. Like, Fremantle fans love to ridicule Jack Darling when he's been the player that they've needed for the last six, seven years since Pavlich retired. And they'll say, no, we don't want Jack Darling. You want a key forward who can kick 40 goals every season? Absolutely you do. Yeah. There's 17 other clubs that would love to have him. Exactly. Uh, there, there was other big things that used to happen on Sports Drive. Oh, um, dear. Were I do, I do, have, I do have another piece of audio. Oh. Um, I'm excited about this one, so I'll, I'll just play it. Sports Drive, a little bit of Spice Girls for your first day afternoon. If you're not aware by now, Jacob Lansing, my co-host, is a big Spice Girls fan, so that one was just for you, JL, that little sweeper I put together this afternoon. You literally got in early, you little pipsqueak, and put that together. <laughs> oh, dear. dear you're man. crying at the moment. It doesn't get much better than that. That was quite amusing. So, Jacob, you're obviously a massive Spice Girls fan. I'm obviously a big Taylor Swift fan, as you know, Jacob. Mate, I'm um, with you. Yeah. I like her stuff, too. Yeah. This this guy knows his, he knows his music. Ed Sheeran's good. Man, brother. <laughs> Kindred spirits. I don't know. What What are you into, Jacob? I, uh, I'm an alternative rocker. Yeah, he'd listen to an alternative I'm Coldplay. No, no. Oh, uh, Coldplay. Coldplay, Tame Impala, big Tame, Tame Impala. Yeah, you're getting a bit JM too, was a not a Tame Impala fan. Does he rock Tame up in Impala. tie-dye shirts too? Oh, <laughs> what else? Uh, R.E.M.? Michael Stipe? Everybody Hurts Sometimes? That kind of music. Um, Stuck in another oh, year. Say, How old are you? Well, don't you start. Danny says I'm a, I'm a. Well, he called me 30, which was quite rough. He says you're an 80-year-old and a 30-year-old body. Sounds about rough. rough. But so maybe the dynamic we, works so well. I brought the youth. JL yeah. brought the <laughs> old man vibe. You'd be a big, uh, you'd be a big Tim O'Matic fan, wouldn't you, be Jake? Tim O'Matic. No. You no. wouldn't even know who that is, Matt. Well, I do because I'm exposed to Tim O'Matic stuff every day with one Matt Arrowsmith. That's Sport FM. Oh, so does yes. Matt like a big, big Tim, Tim O'Matic? Well, he's a he's a Kenwick Cricket Club supporter, so uh, yeah. is Tim O'Matic. Tim so. O'Matic is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've had we had him uh, do a bit of a cameo for our seventieth. Uh, is that right? Tim O'Matic? Yeah. Is he a Perth boy, is he? he yeah, he grew up in Wanneroo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. Wanneroo. Jeez, he's done well to survive, <laughs> considering he grew up in Wanneroo. He has. Hello uh, to all of those I mean, listening north of the river. <laughs> must be said, Tim O'Matic, not the best singer I have ever heard in my Ooh. life, but he's a performer. He's a, exactly, he's, he's a, a performer. performer. He does so the dancing. He's got the Jacob Lansmere dance moves, maybe a little bit better. <laughs> oh. Plus the decent vocal ability. Yeah, got a fair well, bit going for him. Yeah. Remember our karaoke trip to um, Newport one night? Oh god, that was good. We move on, Matt. Well, yeah, let's. We let's should play this, that as part of the keep podcast. This thing going. Uh, moving on. Uh, really good now, call. Now, guests, oh. guests. Who do? Who are the biggest guests you reckon you have? And you mentioned Justin Langer before. Justin Langer was a big one. I remember. Um, I guess we got to go into this story too now, but. Um, one of the biggest I remember when we had our outside broadcast yes. um, at a particular venue, um, Matt Fife, we actually yep. got oh, wow. just prior to the international series taking yep. place. And I think, as you would know, uh, Matt, sometimes guests can be a little bit difficult to get on, but it was easier to get him on in that particular situation because we went through uh, whoever the media coordinator was for the international rule series rather than the uh, Fremantle Dockers, who do look after Sport oh, FM, of Caleb's course. wrong, a terrific part uh, of Sport Yeah, he's breakfast. an absolute gun. Um, but that was one of our bigger interviews, and he is a very good media performer, Nat mm. Five. Speaks really well. Um, he'll he'll be great in the media in the future. If he wants to go down that path, and I don't know if he wants to. He he's will. a country boy at heart. But um, 
Any others that spring to mind for you, Jay? Uh, Definitely one of the bigger ones, Nat Fife. To be honest, we made the show more about us than our guests, <laughs> oh, didn't we? So that um, does not sound good. No, that it doesn't. screams of narcissism. No, jail. no, but it wasn't. Almost, it wasn't intentional. Like we tried hard for guests. Occasionally, we got pulled into the uh, into the office we by did the get boss. Some good guests. We did. I'm just struggling to remember them off the top of my head. We got a lot of. Um, Good players from Perth Glory yep. and from the Perth we had Sam Wildcats. Kerr. We had Sam Kerr on before she yeah, was a Sam star. Sam Kerr, she's an absolute champ. Um, Who were some of the regulars that you had on eight week? Dale away? Granger. Remember Dale Granger? <laughs> Used to take the... Me- oh, so I love Dale Granger. One thing we, we did, and this is not right, by the way, should never impersonate people without having some level of respect. And there was a level of respect, but there was there were certain guests that would in- imitate... We'd turn the mic that off. we would imitate. Imitate, not they would imitate us. That so we da- would imitate. Da- yes. Dale Gra- that you would imitate, so, okay. JL. Yeah, occasionally you jumped the in as well. So Dale Graham, Dale, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> Dale has a South African accent. So he'd come up like, hello, guys. How are you today? It's nice to talk about the Springboks game against the Wallabies. I reckon he's put a bit of mail on that <laughs> accent there. So who else was there, really, that, that used to, to come on? Was there any other regulars that you... That would come on to talk footy, cricket, badminton. Jules the Stoop, one of the world's nicest men. Yeah, great guy, Jules. Always had time for you. Uh, former Fox Sports correspondent. I'm not quite sure what he's up to these uh, days, Jules, producers, but he's a talented man. <coughs> producers SEN. Yeah. Uh, okay. Drive Home Show with Andy Maher and who is it now? Andy Gase. Yeah, I'm sure he's um, he's doing some, some good work at the moment. But he was always great. And then you'd have guys like uh, Matt Sheep. Fuller, oh, <laughs> as we called him, former uh, sheep pen stories, former NRL player, and he he's just one of those guys, um, at that. And this is the great thing about community radio: you go maybe not the biggest name you're ever going to have on your show, but just an absolute character. Oh. He always would have these very very funny one liners he'd throw into an interview here and there. Um, borderline inappropriate <laughs> at times. Sheep sheep uh, pen and must be said. Oh dear, um, but. Yeah, that's that's what you love about community radio is you get these characters that maybe aren't going to get the airtime elsewhere and you get the opportunities as a young broadcaster that you're not going to get elsewhere and you get the opportunity to make several mistakes um, early on in your broadcast career that maybe um, you wouldn't be able to elsewhere before you're shown the door. And so that is part of the job that I was just so um, grateful for, particularly to Colin Minson for, and he did that for many years, as he continued to give opportunities to young broadcasters. So I'm very grateful to him for that, as I know JL is. Um, it, it, it was a great, great place to work for many years, for many reasons. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, there's so many people who have gone on to higher honours. I mean, think of Corbin Middlemass, Brett Sprigg, Ben Cameron, Adam McGrath, who've gone on to bigger things. It all started here. We've all started at the bottom and worked our way. You know, even whatever happens to me, and I know that Jared now in another profession would still look back and think, well, I got to call Waffle Grand Finals. I got to call Sheffield Shield in my case. You got to do the things that you wanted to do. And Minnow gave those opportunities. So we're much poorer for his passing early on in the year. And the station uh, evolves and continues on, but uh, that wouldn't have been possible without Minnow did for so many people. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, now, also, we talk guests. What about callers? Did you have any favourite callers or regular callers that you encountered over the journey? Had a few. Well, we had plenty of callers, didn't we? Regular callers? We did. Wayne Wayne from South Fremantle. Mm. <laughs> Never forget Manny? Wayne. Mm. Speak about passion oh. about the South Fremantle football Never had club. a nice word to say. They could have won by 100 points. Passionate uh, waffle supporters you will ever hear, mm. Matt. And uh, once again, we love that about... Um, 
about Sport FM as they support, um, you know, the state-level sport, grassroots sport, and there's just so many passionate sports fans uh, out there, and Wayne was one of many. Wayne, Manny, Emmanuel? Oh, yes. I, I Emmanuel. get Manny calling sports yeah, still calls. all the time. He asks yep. about you quite regularly, actually. He he's always... There was... Married, happy. L- love the guy. <laughs> There were some times that you had to give him the subtle, not-so-subtle wrap-up, though, because the show was about to go to air, or you are about to go back on air, yep. and he's still yarning off your, your ear about the day and asking you questions about what your opinion is on this sporting matter and that sporting matter, and we're going to talk about it for three hours on drive in five minutes, mate. <laughs> yep. yep. He always had an opinion. There were, I feel like we were talking about seasonal things before. That we had a lot of seasonal callers, like callers who would call up every day, regular, and then we just we just didn't hear from them again. It was what happened? Where'd, where'd you go? But there seemed to be a Too few of those. Talk about mixed netball and, and, and uh, fourth grade crows, yeah, grade cricket. Jeez, did we give that a run over a couple of years? Yeah, look, I did. I did want to bring up uh, when you played for the Willerton Crows. Oh. Because that was a that was a point when I was listening heavily, and I heard about this mammoth win that you guys pulled off <laughs> from One of the, the depth games. of despair. Uh, you would have you would have thought that um, we were playing in an Ashes Test match, <laughs> mate, with the amount of air time that <laughs> that um, that cricket game got, and I am sure you heard Matt about uh, my good mate JL's inspirational. Uh, captain's speech which was recorded prior to I the did, game and aired which he recorded and oh yeah aired. that was something else do you, do you remember that day where we came in and it was the Monday and we'd won the game on the Saturday and I'm still on cloud nine so Wayne Clark talks about the miracle match where WA bowled out Queensland they made 77 <laughs> they knocked over Queensland for 60 very similar these very similar things. games <laughs> at a very high level like Viv Richards was playing for Hilton Bicton in this game so uh, we've come in a great win and I'm still on cloud nine and Jared, Jared's just trying to temper my emotions a little bit he's gone you know, I don't think we should talk much about the cricket today I, I think, think he we wanted should. a half an yeah. hour segment yep the I came in talking about his weekend I'm on board I came in I was like this is what I look like I was like right we need to talk, we need to talk in depth. We need to give the first half hour, maybe forty five minutes. Don't don't have a guess in the first hour. We're going to talk about Willerton's <laughs> win over Hilton Victor. Oh, the dear. listeners want to hear about it. Jay and being the voice of reason and rationale went. Jay, I think we should focus on the sports. Monday, it was a big weekend. We need to- <laughs> I've gone, JM, no, no, we're not having it. Anyway, so Minnow's, you've got Minnow on board. You feel, no, I don't think Minnow would want that anyway. Minnow, Minnow came in. That's right, Minnow came in. And I said, um, you know, I think we're going to give the, the win on the weekend a good run. It was an incredible game. So people don't want to hear about your, your fourth grade cricket. <laughs> I, I want to hear about news and names in the game, which was Minnow's favourite expression. God rest his soul. And anyway, I've gone, Minnow, we are giving this. I don't, I don't care what you say. We're giving this the biggest rap. And Minnow's just gone, fine, do whatever you want. Go, I, I don't care. And that, that, of course, is, you know, that's like a parent turning over. And, you know, the old reverse psychology, I've gone, oh. Jeez, it might have gone a bit far here. Maybe I should have pulled back a bit. Didn't you have a compromise in the end that yeah, maybe did. 10 minutes or 15 minutes or something like we that? We did, um, but we played the full speech. Um, <laughs> I gave like a ball-by-ball ball description <laughs> of what happened. This is it all was, coming back to me now. It was, it, was, it was a special game, but it didn't need to be delved into as much as it did. Oh, right. look, as a, as a listener, I think I enjoyed listening more when you weren't talking the serious topics. <laughs> Well, mixed netball. Yeah, ended up I enjoyed becoming. listening to that a bit. Yeah. There was no one in the middle with that, though. Like, people either loved it or they hated it. Which is fair enough, because we're talking absolute smack well, jail. But what you what you will have learnt about 
JL um, by now, Matt, is that he is a man that very much runs on emotions. So if he is feeling good about something, you're going with it and you better not get in his way. <laughs> yep. He's feeling bad about something. That's you better fair. run out the door because he will just clean you up. So, um, fair. yeah. But you, you love that about JL too, right? The emotional oh. intensity I, that the man brings. I remember calling Minnow that night and apologising. I said, Minnow, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just, I lost my cool. I got emotional. He's like, oh, that's all right. Just, and you'll learn from it. And of course, that was that was basically Minnow's attitude with everything. Is that, you know, if you made a mistake, you'll learn from it. Yeah. And that, that was a mistake on my part. And I laugh about it now. But at the time... This was the biggest thing since sliced bread. Like, this was just <laughs> huge. We, we, we got bowled out for, what, 80? And we knocked over Hilton for Not 50. Not even that, I reckon. Yeah. We, we, it was the most incredible... Oh, yeah, they made only, yeah. Yeah. It was an incredible game. Um, it was fourth grade, and, you know, the standard obviously wasn't good. But, yeah, it was a big game, and JM played his one and only game. Second top score. Second top score with wow. a big 17, Matt. Oh, I and I, I must say... I got 18. That... Oh. That whole experience playing that one game with the Crows, I enjoyed it immensely and obviously great memories, great stories to tell. But there's this little bit of, um, I don't know if I'd say bitterness, Matt, but maybe slight frustration because old mate Captain Ponting over here, as he'd (laughs) probably like to refer to himself, one mistake that he made in that game that I hope he will learn from in the future if the opportunity ever presents itself is he did not bowl Mr. JM over here oh, no. we wanted to who win was the game. absolutely ripping leg spinners like when, Shane Warren oh, in, my, in leg, training when they hit the pitch he did turn a couple in the net exactly we had didn't a couple of nets give me a look in he he's gone oh they're only ball was chasing 80 oh no I'm going to be a tight risk free captain come on JM did you bowl JM oh, no that. I didn't bowl either oh. are you sure no, I didn't bowl. Oh, mate, Look up the Ryan Dallimore got a yeah, bowl, he did. didn't he? he did. Yeah, Ryan Dallimore bowled well. more consistent, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sully, Dallimore, Gez. Yeah, no. No, no, I think oh, we only did used it. three They did a pretty good job, it must be said, if yeah. they bowled the opposition <laughs> out for about 50. I don't understand this criticism. I wanted to they win the game. They would have been bowled out for 30, JL, if I had anything to do with it. Yeah. So is there any chance here of making a cricket comeback in the near future? Or? Good question, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's probably highly unlikely. Uh, uh, do, do have some some additional Look, time commitments these days. He's around Kenwick. Get yeah, into the Kenwick a, Cricket you're Club. A, you're a Kenwick Cricket Club boy. I am. He's a president. Oh, could you? He, um, he is the president is of the really? Kenwick Cricket Club. Could you imagine JLF? I just jump sides <laughs> for a one-off game. Willerton Crows <laughs> versus Kenwick. Matt and JM come out, open the batting, bang. JL back over his head for six. I'm liking the sound of this. You can be the aggressor. I'll just stay at one end and just... Yeah, you've got to play your role. You know what I remember about the game? So I was in the middle when JM came out to bat. Yeah. And I'm like, how's this going to go? Like, this will be a story. You know, whatever happens, we'll have a story to tell on Monday on the radio. We're like five for, I don't know, 40. And I've gone to JL. I go, mate, we're in trouble. Just have a look at a couple. Get yourself in. Yeah, yeah, no worries. First ball came down. It was a slow outswinger that was short. I've still got the image in my mind. They've set a straight, like, offside field, one side of the wicket, outswing. And James' bat sort of come back as though he's going to let it go. So I'm like, great, you know, you've had a look at one. The bats come, uh, the bats come back a bit further, and he swung at it. And he's got bat on it, and it spooned up in the air. Oh, the no. off- I'm like, oh, no. He's out first <laughs> oh, no. ball. And somehow it landed in a gap, and we got a single. you got to pick the gaps on you, what I was doing, <laughs> So we batted together for about, I don't know, We've actually batted all right for a, a four or five overs. I'm going, this is pretty good. I'm batting in the floppy cap. As I did, I'm thinking, you know, this, this is great. You know, this will be one of the great moments of my career. A couple of overs before tea, and I've slapped one straight to cover. 
uh, one of my mates was up on the balcony, came down for a watch, Dan from Mosman Park, good, good friend of Sports Drive as well. Yep. And he's gone, you can't give a leg spinner a maiden. It's last ball, the override padded five back. He's right. I can't get <laughs> He's thrown one up really wide. I've gone, right, this has got to go over cover. I can't hit the ball on the offside to save myself. I've chased it, spooned it straight to their captain who's smiling as the ball lobs to him at cover, tossed it in the air, and I'm out. And no one would talk to me for an hour. I just, I was just crestfallen. I, I just could not believe what I'd done. I, I was very unhappy. Matt, I don't know if it was the case that no one would talk to him or old mate over here in his disappointment has isolated himself for the, from the group for the next hour because you have never seen a more tense batsman in your life. It is literally like the world is depending on Jacob's batting performance as he's out on the crease. I'm like, mate, loosen up. Have a bit of fun. Play some shots. And he's, you know, he's tapping the crease. And he's when you're the captain of the team. He's like, oh, no, you know, this, no, I've got to take this understand. leadership responsibility no, very it's seriously. Easy for, the, easy for the one game wonder to come in and play shots with absolutely yeah, no recriminations. When yeah. you're the captain of a basket case of a team, somebody has to dig in. And that he really was wears this captain badge. Oh, do I what? With a lot of yeah, all right next, bit of head next. expansion going Come on, on there. next right, I'll, I'll move on because we are we are slowly running out of time now <laughs> there, 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 there was um glass is just rolled over <laughs> yeah. there was um a couple of special uh text messages that you see oh. sent in um jacob knows about it. i don't know if jared would know about it though me and a few mates used to send in texts regularly under the alias of colby um, I've got oh, some. Good old Kelly. I've got some audio. Think of the every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got some audio here that I'll I'll play if it wants to uh, to load. But um, yeah, we used to text in pretty regularly. So here it is. from Colby. And Colby seemingly always has a little bit of a unique perspective. Okay. JL, that, that's that's good. Uh, it says, fellas, in regards to the soccerer's coaching job, I would get rid of Ange Postacoglu now, as I think he cannot be trusted and go after a successful coach from a different sport for a change. I'm talking Justin Langer, Mick Malthouse, or even Elvis Fatobi, who's done great things in the world of water polo. Colby, mate. What is going on? <laughs> well, you know that has happened in the past. Wasn't yeah. it um, Rick Charlesworth who used to yeah. coach the uh, yeah, Cookabarras? They talk about Alistair Clarkson getting a gig overseas. Um, he studies overseas in the off-season and is highly regarded worldwide now for what he's been able to do at Hawthorne. So, yeah, I guess Colby's not all that far-fetched with his comments. <laughs> comes across slightly tongue-in-cheek. It does from Colby, and it very well may be. I don't think JL will go and coach the Socceroos, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll go out on a limb and say Justin Langer will not coach the Socceroos. It, wow. it might be big call there, I think, from Cole. big call on sports drive as it is I think it's not the worst suggestion ever uh, another very unique text message oh. here from Colby what a way to go out he says the highlight of my year was claiming <laughs> you lads as my spiritual dads <laughs> well Colby, Colby you're our spiritual son and we greatly appreciate you being on board sports drive oh, mate dearie dearie me yes sir Colby Colby Great Colby, man. it is finally so good to meet you in the flesh, mate. Well, I'm not. There is there an is actual Colby. Colby. He has met Colby. I have. Oh, so there you're, is, not, you're the man behind the Colby. There is, there is Colby. There's me, Hayden, Sean. We're all oh, Steve, the Beckenham boys. Yep. 
uh, and we used to descend in as Colby, but Colby is real. That's uh, awesome. Colby is. You played against each other yes. several times. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. He he captained Kenwick. I captain Willerton. Yeah. Clearly gauging our response from that message, though, we were a bit stumped, and we were trying oh. to somehow validate Colby's opinion. <laughs> why in that did situation. you even read that text message but out? That screams of Colby taking what, a piss. Why surely? would you read that text? Taking out? a Mickey. I uh, say. Ange Postecoglou, one of the great Australian, Australian coaches of their generation. Can't be trusted. Just he needs to go. He needs to go. forget that he's about to go to Celtic and become a, an all-time great Australian coach. Needs to go, Justin Layer. Yep, you know what? He's got a point. And Alistair Clarkson being bought in. Uh, Jo, what are you talking about, mate? It's very provocative radio, Jo. We liked uh, we like going down those lines, didn't that, we? Radio off. There was a p- thank you. <laughs> there was a point there, and I remember because we were texting some rubbish and <laughs> we, we were some, some rubbish. There was a week or two perhaps there, and I think the text machine mustn't have been working. Or the t- and and we're like, oh, that's what we thought. No one was listening. No, we're like, they've they've blocked our number. They, they've sick of our rubbish. Now you they know. They won't read this out. We don't know how to block numbers here at Sport <laughs> FM. We don't have the ability to do that. But then it's, they started reading them out again. We went, oh, we're back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a pretty exciting time. We enjoyed texting. That's in awesome. The rubbish. Um, now I did want to give you guys um, a little bit of a challenge oh. uh, before we finish. Oh. Um, what all I wanted to do was I just wanted okay. to. I'm going to play. I want to see if you guys still have it. Oh. So I'm going to... Still got the... I, I'm going to play the... Oh, uh, have it. Oh, the, the intro. The drive opener. Oh. And I just want you guys to sort of <laughs> open the drive shows if you... Well... It's happening. We are recording this in yeah. the drive time slot. Must be said. All right. Well, we've got to first work out, JL, you, who's hosting. Well, we always have this, this debate. Afternoon. It was always your show. I always said that. It was oh, your show. This was one of his uh, original humour pieces that yep. he ran with so, a few times. <laughs> yep, it's JM's show. You open, and I'll just come in off the back of whatever you want to talk about. Okay, so it's it's Wednesday, the 12th, 13th of July. Okay. What's making so the you... the 12th today? or 13th? I don't know. What day is it? What, what, what's my it's, name? It's okay. the 13th. 13th. Let's go. Let's come go. On. All right, I'll play the opener. Hopefully it plays. Nostalgic. Three to six, it's Sports Drive with Jared Morrell and Jacob Landsmere on ninety-one point three Sport FM. With my pretty little Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sports Drive for this Wednesday afternoon. Ed Sheeran, bring us in on a Wednesday. I absolutely love that. Jared Morrell alongside Jacob Landsmere for another show. Afternoon, JL. How are you tracking? Afternoon, JM. Good to be here. Uh, mid- midweek. Plenty to talk about. Backwards at Wednesday, of course. Of course. Plenty to be excited about in the world of sport. Uh, there's, I mean, North Melbourne. What's going on at North Melbourne? They were an absolute basket case. But they David are. Noble gone. Oh, I, I'm just not sure where they're headed, JM. Oh, I, I just, uh, there's no direction there with North Melbourne. Yeah, who's next in line to coach the North Melbourne Football Club? I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of conversation around that going forward. Who's the man for the job? And we'd love to hear your thoughts on 0429913913. And make sure you uh, light up the talkback line to 94187700. Who is going to be the next coach of the North Melbourne Football Club? That is our talkback text message question for the day. Now, JM, Telethon Jean's getting a run today. They are. <laughs> Why? It's now coming up five years since you're on Telethon. Why are the Telethon James getting a run? Well, as far as I'm aware, Telethon's on this weekend, so right, I'm right. just, you know, I'm getting right. mentally prepared for the program. I'll be sitting down and watching it from start to finish, and obviously I've got a strong spiritual connection to the show now after yeah. my little... Uh, 
my little, you know, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes that, of fame. Maybe 30 seconds of well, fame on telephone. Yeah, it was probably a little bit too long. It was probably a little bit too long. And must be said, Jaya, what we are most looking forward to today is having our very special guest, Matt Arrowsmith, oh, on the oh, show oh, oh, thanks, this thanks, afternoon. Matt. Welcome. Matty, oh. g'day. Look, that was phenomenal, lads. I can't, I can't <laughs> want to be out there. You, you didn't miss a honestly, like, did not, it, not It's honestly like we never left. That yeah, was unbelievable. It just feels like... I was going just going to drop in there. Ed Sheeran. It's amazing how often that started the show. Like, we'd mix up the sweepers. That's a good one, though. But That's go away, girl. One. But there was, there was three or four... There was three or four sweepers that were all Ed Sheeran songs. Can you blame him? Just, yes. Man just released banger after banger after banger. Uh, Mate, it was like listening to the whole this album. This guy knows his music. <laughs> All Some right. of the crap. Yeah, no, no, put Ed Sheeran <laughs> to one side. Some of the crap that we had as intro sleepers. No, it was good. Just, and the quality of that audio. How bad was that? It was like listening to a 1985 Walkman. I don't know what was yeah. going on with the logger battler in those days. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah. true. We Technical had to use issues. The, uh, <laughs> core, core FTP light or whatever we used to upload the interviews. Remember we have to stay back for about an hour and a half to try and get the, the oh, audio yeah. up? I do remember. Oh, God. Uh, before we, we finish up, because I know you've got to jump on a waffle world, Jacob. Uh, big big day. Um, we do have some questions that have been Please? sent in. Um, oh, okay. First of all, from Ethan Quinlevin to oh. Jacob Landsmere. Right. Um... Who's a better co-host, Wayne or Jared? <laughs> oh, wow. Look, huge fan of uh, <clears throat> of Wayne Clark, 283 test cap. But as far as energy and enthusiasm and <laughs> I guess I'd describe it as Wayne could be my grandfather, Jared could be my brother. So, <clears throat> sorry, Wayne, if you listen to this and I look forward to your company tomorrow on Sports Breakfast. But JM. JM. Okay. Most fun I've had on radio for eight hours was, was with JM. So yeah, we, had, we, had a, we had fun every single day. Apart from maybe the last day where we shed way too many tears for something that wasn't really that emotional. Yep. Yeah, you guys finished your first year and you th- oh, I thought you weren't coming back that? with the amount of, <laughs> amount of Emma Payne. thank yous. Emma Payne was in tears of laughter because oh. we're like giving this wrap up as though one of us was clinically ill yeah, JL is an emotional man what have oh, I been saying on. this whole time hey, you actually said and I listened to it today you said uh, Emma has sent through a message asking if we're doing our Grammy speech here mm. it's going on and on <laughs> well you, we had plenty of admirers it must be said my late mother Did remember, we? The, remember <laughs> okay maybe a couple my late mother sent was it a box of troll or a hamper pack or something on your last day that lovely was April. very, very sweet. That was, yeah, but that I was. was so, remember how embarrassed I was yeah, when JL that came through. I was like, this, this just cannot. Because JL's mum had a big soft spot. For, oh, uh, did she? What? She Mr. she wanted JM to adopt here. JM. Mm. Oh, anytime Jared wants to come over for dinner, or this, he can. He's happily, happily <laughs> JL didn't want to have a bar of it. He thought he was being replaced. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, oh. Next question's from an, an anonymous listener. We've heard that a few times in our career. What is Glenn Mitchell like? Glenn Mitchell is a brilliant man. Oh. Brilliant man. Uh, very, very talented sports broadcaster. One of the best we've produced in this country. Uh, Glenn is a complex man. Uh, a brilliant but complex man is how I would describe Glenn. Okay. Uh, Stephen Kemp asks, uh, again, hey. this is uh, sent to you. Right. Uh, Jeez. Someone's getting a lot of attention. Well, not for the first time and not for the last. Been out the door for a few years and everyone's mm. forgotten about me. I don't know how you'll feel with this question. Who's your favourite Kenwick Cricket Club player and why? Uh, that's a good question, Steve. Oh, Kevin Bidwell. 
Kevin Bidwell. Yeah, he always had good battles with Kev. Oh, okay. He probably got the better of most of them, but it was always a respectful battle. Like I was bowling and he'd be batting, and there'd always be just a wink or a nod, and you know, good shot or well bowled. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Bidwell. Uh, this for probably both of you because I'd, I'd assume you still listen to Sports Breakfast all the time. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. What from a, another anonymous question? What are your thoughts on Wayne Clark's quiz? I know who sent that in. Haven't heard Wayne Clark's quiz too many times, it must be said. But all I will say, Matt, is Sports Drive uh, oh. did a tremendous did job they? of the quiz. And JL was the man who uh, led the show as far as that goes. Remember, and There um, was one that went for 40 minutes very one day. Popular. 40 minutes? Yeah, it yes. went for 40 minutes. It was like, name the player who kicked the goal yeah. at the 12-minute mark of the yeah, third quarter of right. the 1998 now game. Now it's flooding back to me. When I said he did a tremendous job... Um, at times, JL was not the most thoughtful with some of his questions. Some of us, our everyday commoners that don't have memories like old mate over here, we can't remember who kicked a goal in the 12-minute mark of round 15, 1999. Only weirdos like you remember that stuff, JL. Remember when we reversed it and we got a listener to pose the questions at me? We did it one day, so listener called up and yeah, gave five questions to that. me to answer. It was a bit of a that was a bit of an ego trip, wasn't it? <laughs> a bit of how you're doing? Yeah, yeah, I rate my knowledge. Come on, throw the questions at me. Did yeah. you get many right? Um, no, I think you did okay. I did okay, but I was not filthy. as well as you would have liked. I did. Feel, I was filthy because I didn't get them all. Uh, Wayne's quiz is unpredictable. Oh, unpredictable. Okay. You don't know what's going to come. It was one day. It was like, how many children does Gillan McLaughlin have? It's like. <laughs> Oh, I love per- that. That's yeah, a personal that's good. Per- Why are you asking how many kids Gillan McLaughlin has? Why not? So, well, where did he meet his wife? Where was their first date? Like, what? No. That's good. <laughs> that's we want to know we want to know the person behind Mixing it up. All right. You've lost you've lost the plot now. Uh, Next. Two questions left here. This one's from uh, a guy named Jack, not Jack Crawshaw. Oh, I do have a brother called Jack. Oh. He, I'm sure he's a big fan <laughs> of Matt's chats. Uh, you're not going to like this one. Oh dear. Uh, cuz it's do you, th- do you still think Jared looks like a 12-year-old? Oh, people <laughs> yes. need to get well, over themselves. There's a little bit of facial hair there now that wasn't yeah, there this before. This is only one day's growth, oh, yeah. may I say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Jail, um, can get no, the facial hair he has matured. And he's, <laughs> he met the, met the lovely Eden, so they had to mature him at least a few years. Um, no, no. True. I'd say he looks 15 or 16 now. Okay. Puberty has a raw, just about a raw. How do you put up with that humour, Matt? I mean, oh, I've gotten some kind of reprieve now because I don't see the bloke every day, but um, you got to listen oh, to that look, kind of comedic material. He does come, up with, come out with some interesting ones. Some, some interesting ones, yeah. Some quite dark. I, some I can't mention. I can't mention yeah. a couple on on here. No. Um, but just wait for tomorrow how when he still got Radio a Fremantle show starts. And he hasn't let some of those <laughs> slip on air. Come on. He'd be in trouble. Come on, I am a professional. Uh, Stephen Kemp asks again, to you, Jacob. Um, when will you admit uh, you were the beneficiary of COVID not having to play the Kenwick Cricket Club in the one-day C Grand Final? I will not, because we were on a roll. We, uh, and, James, James, just take a seat for a minute. <laughs> we I'm sitting down, Jacob. <laughs> and, sit, and sit comfortably. We finished fourth. We beat Leeming, who were top of the ladder and the dominant team of the year. Then COVID struck. That was the first when COVID first arrived and everyone didn't know what it was going to do. So the season got canned. So we didn't play any grand finals. They made the controversial call in the SMCA co-premier. So both clubs who made the grand final won the flag. They got presented with a flag. We took a couple of photos with our flag and that rolled our opponents. Kenwick, who don't believe we would have won. We would have won the game. We were playing the best cricket we had played all year when it counted. Okay. For a start, we would have trounced them. Forget that. But... Very sure if of you, himself, this fella, a, a, isn't A joint flag. What are you taking photos of? It means nothing. 
It doesn't. Oh. This, the flag is in my house oh, somewhere. Okay. It just, so we'll just give it back then. Hey, Sorry, some old cardboard no, box. I don't want it. Sorry, I don't no want flag. It. Yeah, it no means flag. nothing. Sorry, it just upsets me to think about. <laughs> anyway, we're uh, going to finish on that note. Yeah, be careful. He takes his grey cricket. <laughs> Look, it has. Seriously. It's Come been on. an absolute pleasure having you lads on. It's I hope you've enjoyed it. Regardless of the end, there. Well, <laughs> I've got to finish on a more positive note. Can you ask for like our favourite sports drive? Right, favourite sports drive moment, Jamie. Oh, oh, Throw me on the. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Took a long well, time to of, think about that. One of my fondest memories, very humorous, Matt, is we did a outside broadcast in Mandra oh. one day. And when you're a community radio station, outside broadcast can be a, hit and, a bit hit and miss, mm. particularly when you're doing them at three o'clock in the afternoon. And <laughs> most people are still at work. Let's yeah. be honest. And um, in this particular outside broadcast, uh, our good friend Colin Minson went all out. We had the we had the food vans, we had the coffee truck, uh, we were all set up, and uh, I think about one or two people <laughs> turned up. <laughs> Matt, and that's that I saw the food truck, and that, yeah, that was because they were there for the food, not the show, and. It was. We just had a laugh about it there. We still enjoy the show. That was the day we had that fire on. But yeah. I particularly enjoyed Jacob doing the live traffic report from a cherry picker provided by this particular <laughs> location we were doing Can the I outside tire? broadcast at. And so he's giving the uh, the traffic update of the main Mandra roads <laughs> as people are driving <laughs> past. And oh, that was talk about bad radio. <laughs> that was right up there. That was, uh, yeah, that was pretty horrible. What about you, <laughs> but Jacob? so good at the well, same time. yeah, that, that was right up there, to be honest, that day. We also had another day we out on a boat. So we went out on a, onto a boat. Ed Feathers got us out onto a boat oh. for the um, the Warren Jones International Math- Match Youth Racing Regatta. Try yes. say that. How's the memory? Try saying that Jesus. on radio about 10 times. How's the so memory? I would have said, we went out on a boat and it was the, the WA. I know because I've done it, I've done it twice. You, you, you yeah, tapped true. out after one. So we went out. We went out with very little expectations. Like this, you know, who wants to sit on a boat? Like this isn't going to be fun. We barely did a show because we were taking the sailing commentary. So we, you know, we did a little bit of work. There was food on the boat. There were beers on the boat. Not that we drank irresponsibly. No. But we had a. It ended up being a great day. We got it to go out on one of the match racing boats each. Jared beat me on his boat. That was during an actual race, wasn't it? So we were just sitting there. We didn't have to participate. Um, and became ended up becoming one of the great days. We had some really good outside broadcasts where we went in with very, very low expectations, and it became very, very enjoyable. And that that was one for me. We, we went away from it, going that was actually bloody entertaining. I really enjoyed that. So that's probably right near the top for me. I'm glad. Well, we better let you get get into Waffle World because you never stopped, do you? James? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, but I, like like James, I don't know if he said it on air or off air. I wouldn't have it any other way. I, mean, I still get to do what I love doing, and I, I greatly um, enjoyed the time that JM, JM and I had on Drive together. It'll always be something that uh, I guess we look back on with fond memories for the both of us, and we still talk about it now when we catch up. So And Drive has never been the same. No, no, I won't have anyone <laughs> tell me otherwise. Good on you, Matt. Yeah, it's been great fun. No, it's been a lot of fun, Matt. It's been a while since I've been behind a mic, so I've uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it and appreciate the invitation, and it's been uh, a lot of fun reminiscing on some very good days on the airwaves. So good on you, mate. No, thank you very much, lads. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll uh, let you two lads take it out. I've got a bit of audio here to uh, let you take it out. Subscribe to Matt Chats. But one final time, the 2Js signing off on this afternoon edition. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you later. Bye.